0: Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast presented by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Uh, Landon, yesterday was a big day for our country. Uh, we had two very worthy candidates that get a chance to compete for uh, a long-term job, and that's you know Garrett Gilbert and Cooper Rush. You know maybe being the Cowboys' starting quarterback this week. <laughs> Uh, Good,
1: and I knew exactly what you're talking about because you said two uh, quality <laughs> candidates, and I, 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 that immediately made me think of uh, the the quarterback situation as a, as yeah, opposed sure, to anything sure, else sure. that's going on right now. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's uh it, it's funny, kind of the roller coaster ride that we take on the Cowboys uh, train. Uh, like it's a train, but it's a roller coaster. I guess I, I'm mixing metaphors, but it's it's very complicated following the Cowboys, especially when suddenly uh, you find out that uh, COVID has struck uh, at the worst possible position for the for the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Mm. Yeah, I like the train metaphor because this is really a train wreck season, <laughs> right? We we know exactly how it's going, and you know we can we can see it coming from a mile away, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. Um, let's go ahead and start with with that news because. <laughs> Yesterday was it was a busy day. So Andy Dalton, uh, still not technically cleared from concussion protocol. So there are some doubts as to whether he would be even ready for this game against Steelers. And then it was reported later in the day uh, that Dalton uh, tested positive for COVID-19. He's been put on the reserve COVID list, which means he is out this week. Uh, the Cowboys do have a bye week next week. So there's a chance that he could be back uh, for week 11. Um, so then it (laughs) sounds man this is crazy then it sounds like we go to Ben DiNucci starting his second straight game and then it's like oh wait hold up it might not be Ben DiNucci Uh, Ian Rappaport reports that it's going to be Cooper Rush and then we get some pushback from some Cowboy Beat reporters saying that it could be Garrett Gilbert what's going on Landon who's going to be starting at quarterback for the Cowboys this week it doesn't matter
1: I, I don't know that it matters. <laughs> I mean, just based on the uh the the choices that were you know that we have available to us. Um as far as who is it gonna be, uh you know, we've we've heard Cooper Rush, we've heard Garrett Gilbert, um you know th- maybe there's a there's a third Dark Horse candidate out there that that uh that might emerge somehow. I guess Ben DiNucci is that Dark Horse candidate.
0: Yeah, it sounds like. It, I mean, if you, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to Jerry Jones on one hundred five point three, the Fan, yesterday, but he did not sound like he was very happy with Ben no. DiNucci. He basically said he was waiting yes. over his head, and it was too. The moment was well, too I big. Well, mean, friend. to
1: be fair, like we said. Uh, the guy didn't even he, it yeah, was, yeah it was and he it. didn't the guy didn't even get no any OTAs like you know it's like not even but, beyond yeah. training camp and <laughs> yeah, didn't get sure. anything so uh, yeah I, I, it, it's not surprising and I think that you probably will have a little bit better success with the quarterback who's taken. NFL snaps before, Um, and and really even if those are preseason snaps. In the case of Cooper Rush, though he though he has I think gotten in a couple regular season snaps before, so it's not he does have some experience there.
0: Yeah, Um, he does.
1: You know, it's not great choices. I mean, (laughs) none of these guys are are, are people that uh, at this point were chosen for even your backup quarterback. No.
0: Okay, can I can I change the question then? Who do you want to see? Uh.
1: I, I kind of think I, I guess I want to see Cooper Rush. You know, I, I, I Real, mean, okay. I guess just okay. simply because I think he has some experience there. I've seen him – I've at least seen him with my own eyes do some things before. Uh, you know, not, I'm, I don't feel confident about any of these guys. I feel all of these guys are no, bad choices. No, no, no. Uh, but if you're making me choose, I, I at least have seen Cooper Rush do some stuff in a Cowboys uniform before, even if it was preseason. So uh, – I guess him. I, I don't really, you know, I don't really know much about where Garrett Gilbert is as a, is as a pro. I, I, I'm obviously very aware of his college and high school career, um, but mm-hmm. but you know, I, I, I he, he hasn't been playing a lot for a reason. You know, I mean, he's been he's been intentionally not playing for a reason. I guess is is the best way to put it. Um, yeah. and, you know, none of these guys are anybody's first choice for or second choice for quarterback. So uh the answer your question I I probably go with the guy who I feel like has the most experience in this offense which I still feel like is Cooper Rush even though it's been changed the offense has changed a little bit um yeah but to to kind of answer your other question yeah I don't know that it really matters honestly
0: I I think I kind of want to see Garrett Gilbert just because this is a you know a big recruit that went to Texas and then it didn't work out there went to SMU and just put up some you know ridiculous numbers uh I, I saw him play in the AAF, and he was actually pretty good there. He uh, completed about sixty-one percent of his passes. Uh, he was really the MVP of the league uh, before it closed down. So maybe, maybe there's a a, a tick more potential and upside there. Maybe. And maybe if he plays well over the next couple of weeks, he could fight for a backup job long term. But. I'm not sure that it matters. It's it's going to be pretty rough either way. It's a guy that you signed five days ago, uh, who was cut from the Giants' practice squad, or a guy that you signed two weeks ago from the Browns' practice squad that has no experience in your system. So, uh the the options certainly aren't it's, great. It's but funny because hey.
1: like it's like these are all pipe dreams, and the pipe dream is still oh we might have a just slightly terrible backup quarterback. (laughs) Like that's the best case scenario that we're hoping for is that, Oh, this might, this guy might be good enough that maybe you don't want to throw him away after one week. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's not a great situation to say the least.
0: No, it is not. Hey, that's, that's just 2020 though. Nothing is a great situation. Uh, Yeah. Let's take a quick break. So I can tell you guys about Pepsi. Thanks to a natural lack of athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football, but instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch. Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through any game day, because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. All right, Landon, we've got a bunch of questions that I want to get to uh, in just a second. Um, but I, this one really stood out to me. Um, and I, I want you to answer this one as honestly okay. as possible. This one comes from at Akon. Not, the, not oh, that Akon, okay. a different Akon. That's good. Uh, he says, give us something happy and positive about the Cowboys, anything. He'll, he'll take literally anything. Give us some good news.
1: Uh, you know, I think the, the good news here is that y- you still have one of the best young wide receiver trios in football, you still have Dak Prescott in a situation where you're going to be controlling him next year, uh, his contract next year. And I still feel confident that Dak Prescott gets signed on this team. You know, all the terribleness of what's going on is, is largely contained in this season, you know? So I, I think that there isn't any reason there isn't, hasn't been anything so far to me that tells me that this team can't, uh, have another good off season and and be right back in the competition for uh, a Super Bowl because they have you know they obviously they lost an, an immense amount on the offense. All of those guys look like they should return next year, uh, hopefully without too much issue. Uh, and and I think that with the defense, you know, uh, you have a, a grab bag of of useful and not useful parts at different levels of the defense. But I think that if you can cobble together something with, with a free agent here, a couple of good draft picks, um, you know, you can get this defense back into a spot where it's at least more competitive. Uh, And really, I mean, I think the problem is, is that a a lot of the uh, talent availability that you need to fix this, this defense, it's just not going to be something that's uh, those aren't options During the season, you know, like when when Mm -hmm. unrestricted free agency starts, when the draft comes by, that becomes the best chance to add top end talent to your defensive line, uh, or your or your safety spot, or your corners, or whatever you want to add to. I think that's that's when you can start looking for uh, obviously more of a turnaround. Right now, uh, like, and that's why we're in the kind of evaluation mode, right? Is that is that this is not a. Team that is going to be terrible for years, I don't think. I, I think that there's enough talent on this team to really reload and re, re you know, re, go at this thing next year. Uh, but I think that you know that's why we're we're trying to examine the the the, the crumbs, the breadcrumbs of good talent here is that these are the sure. guys who could potentially make it roll over to next year, and then we'll see if they can replace the the pieces that need to be replaced around them.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give you three other ones besides the ones that you mentioned, and those are all fantastic things, but. Demarcus Lawrence is still an absolute superstar, right? I don't care about the sack totals. You watch him on Sundays, and he is a dominant, dominant player and the type of guy that you want to build a defense around. So that's fantastic. Uh, Pro Football Focus is third-ranked defensive end right now. 100% agree This he He's having a great year. Trevon Diggs just had the best game of his career in Week 8. We knew that it was going to be rough I don't think we anticipated that the cornerback room would be as decimated, or uh, uh, you know, decimated as it was with all these injuries, and him basically forced into being the team's number one cornerback. He's battled; it's been rough at times, but he he played he played well against the Eagles. So to see him still making plays is encouraging. Um, and then Randy Gregory, I, I think you know that he's still knocking off some rust. He still needs to be a better run defender, but we saw him get after Carson Wentz last week. I think long term the Cowboys believe that Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence are their two starting defensive ends. They signed Gregory to a contract extension uh, before the season started, so at the very worst, you feel pretty good about those two defensive ends. We'll see what they do with Alden Smith. Uh, we'll see if you know one of those other guys between Dorrance Armstrong and Bradley and I develops. So it's not it's not all bad on that side of the football. Um, let's get to some more questions, Landon. And again, we've got we've got a ton of them. Uh, but uh, here's a good one. I want to go through all the the free agents that the Cowboys have coming up uh, in this year's, uh, you know, heading into the free agency. And uh, I forgot the name of the the question, the person that was asking it. But they wanted to know, is there anybody that we would offer a contract to now? I'll run through the names really quickly. You just say yes or no. Tyrone Croft. No. Sean Lee. Mm.
1: I mean that's really dependent on what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton. Mm, maybe. I'm almost at no. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm I'm, it, I'm. 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 Yeah. And it has nothing to do with him. It's just that if that goes down, as you can see, it doesn't really yeah. matter. You know, there's a, gr- a great quote uh, by Tom yeah, Moore about yeah. uh, Peyton Manning that I can't repeat mm-hmm. on this podcast, but. Uh, for those of you that know what we're talking about, when when they didn't practice, I don't plan for uh, aft. You know, <laughs> yeah. Basically, if Peyton Manning goes down, we got no chance anyway. So why why even yep. worry about it? Um, let's keep going. Joe Looney, no. Alton yes. Smith,
1: if if he wants it, if if he's coming back, yeah, yeah. if he
0: wants to, Blake Bell, yes. I agree. Joe Thomas, yes. Sh- Chita Short yeah, for sure. Short term, uh, yes, Cheetah Bay uh cj goodwin
1: depends on what it is but yes probably
0: anonymous sources jordan lewis no Anton woods
1: I, I i mean honestly at this i mean we have to see what the numbers are but but honestly at this point i don't, I don't know how yeah. you, you you can't right like
0: no you, you need at the very least you need the not. numbers <laughs> so yeah yeah how, a couple more uh xavier woods
1: that's really hinged on what he's asking but I, I mean
0: and even even safety
1: numbers and no.
0: Yeah, even, even then I'm, I' I might just be out because I, I think it might be a time for a change. Uh, and last one, Noah Brown, who has actually played a surprising amount of snaps this year. I don't know if you, you've checked this out or not, but he's like 30 snaps ahead of Cedric Wilson right now. Um, I mean, it's not super surprising because you know he's a great blocker and he's tough and can play multiple positions. It's just, he's just somebody we don't talk about very, yeah. uh, you know, a ton. Would you bring back I Noah I mean, again, Brown? I
1: think attention on the deal. But, yeah, if it's, it's like a team-friendly deal, I, I like his versatility and what he brings when he's healthy.
0: I agree. Um, this one next one comes from uh, Strawberry Short Blake. Um, he wants to know, and, again, we're a long ways away from draft <laughs> talk. But this is just a general question. If the Cowboys somehow got up to pick number two, which is very, very possible considering some of the outcomes that could happen even this week, um, what would be the type of haul that you could potentially get for that pick?
1: Uh, I mean, it really depends on the draft and who's there, but I would say that since there's, you know, two is obviously well in range of... uh, And I'm not completely versed in quarterbacks, but I know that there's at least... Three. There's three, 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 three that everybody loves, yeah. right? Like Fields, yeah. Lawrence, and then uh, the kid from uh, North Dakota, right? Or, or is it?
0: Yeah, Trey, Trey Lance, and then there's Zach Wilson, Wilson from yeah, BYU. Okay, yeah,
1: so I would say that uh, you know, depending on, I think it's tough to know right now because I think we need to have a better understanding of exactly what the uh, yeah. the quarterback market needs to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if sure. there are seven teams that are in in the market for a quarterback, I think the, the trade back haul will be much higher because you'll have competition. Right. Um, right. But I right. do think that, yeah, you have enough quarterbacks and enough talent on the top end. And I think, again, adding in the uncertainty, um, I think teams are going to want to make a move. So I, I would not at all be surprised if they were able to get a pretty decent haul for a trade back uh, because of you know, the 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 darth the the a number of quarterbacks, the amount of uncertainty like we mm. mentioned, uh I think that the teams, you know, will will be willing to pay for, for that kind of trade up. And if it's two especially like, you know, Lawrence and Fields yeah. are such kind of uh elite elite, elite, you know, prospect, like elite right. outside of just this class, you know, type prospects. So I do think that there is a possibility that uh that, that teams will pay a pretty penny to trade up for them.
0: Yeah, as you were talking, I went and looked at uh, a recent number two trade. So, this is from 2016 when the Eagles traded up to get Carson Wentz. I think most people view uh, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields as significantly better prospects than Justin Fields, but this is what Philadelphia gave up to get to that number one spot or number two spot. Um, They gave up the number eight pick, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, and then the following year, they gave up a first and second round pick to go from from eight to two so you gave up a following year uh, next year one and next year two and then two you know mid-round draft picks so if the Cowboys were able to pull off something like that okay now we're really talking about retooling and re- rebuilding this team you know they're already gonna have you know double digit draft picks because of compensatory selections if you're able to add you know another first and second round pick you know in the following year's draft, I, I think that's gonna be really appealing to them, especially once they get Dak Prescott uh, under contract. So I, I know there's a lot of people out there that want them to tank and get a quarterback. We don't think that's gonna be the case, but the benefit of, you know, doing this soft tank and potentially trying to land in the top three is you would be in a great position to trade that pick and just get an absolute fortune and that can help you, you know, quickly rebuild your roster. So just something to keep an eye on uh, over the next couple weeks. Um, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bilt Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate, amazing flavors, and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, and Apple Almond Crisp. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code lockdown and you'll get twenty percent off your first box. Again, that is builtbar.com. All right, Landon, um, let's let's talk about some more quarterback stuff. Uh, this question comes from Alan. Is there any real reason to play Andy Dalton the rest of the way this season? Why not take the time to look at the rest of the quarterbacks? the The only reason why I say there is, you know, a reason to play Dalton is because. Guys like Ben DiNucci, and we'll see about Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert, are so bad that at it sometimes it's hard to evaluate your wide receivers and your offensive line because they're constantly, you know, running behind, you know, the pocket or just scrambling out or not stepping up, and that can have sometimes a negative effect on all the players around them. But. What do you think? Should, should the Cowboys bring back Andy Dalton after the bye week? Or are you okay rolling with who they have?
1: You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, even though we're doing a lot of evaluation, I feel like the evaluation that's happening is mostly on the defensive side of the ball.
0: And and that's fair. But I still want to see guys like Dalton Schultz and CeeDee Lamb and, you know, those kind of guys, you know? I
1: guess. I mean, yeah. I, I Look, I mean, it, it really is about what you're looking to do. I, I, I think that there isn't too much... Uh, extra value added by uh, having Andy Dalton in there, but I can understand that point of view that you at least want to have a an offense that can run that can function, um, and 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 you know honestly that's not even a guaranteed thing with with Andy Dalton, but at least you certainly have a higher sure. chance of that happening than you know say Ben DiNucci, um, you know I, I I think you paid him all this money. Uh, you know I'm sure he wants to kind of put a better foot forward for whatever comes next for him so uh, yeah I guess you put him back in I I definitely could understand the thought process of trying to go with a younger quarterback just to see what you have but at the same time it's like you're not going to find like what's the value in that you know finding a a, kind of decent third quarterback it's not may not be worth all the trouble so uh, yeah I guess you probably do want Dalton back I mean even even if you're not trying to necessarily you know put in super effort to win all these games I, I think you, you probably are right that you'll get a better evaluation of those guys on offense with Dalton in there and and you know again at the end of the day uh, it, it may not it may not actually help very much with the, in the win loss column but maybe it'll make those games a little bit more watchable, you know, (laughs) at least at the very least make those games a little bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, cleaner games than, than just an absolute offensive nightmare, which we've seen when, you know, guys like Danucci, Ryan.
0: All right, Lane, I've got one last question for you and it's actually come from a lot of different people, but we'll go with Joe. Uh, Jalen Smith has not been great this season. Is it because of the system or he has, he lost speed what can we do to get Jalen Smith back to a competent level linebacker? Is it too far gone? Is it you know? Is it simply getting a you know better defensive tackle group in front of him? What can the Cowboys do to to make this not a terrible situation? I
1: mean, it feels like it's a confluence of things. Like it's it's you know it's it's his his play mentally. I think he's taking bad angles. I think he's making bad choices. Uh, it's physical, you know, to a certain degree. I think he's uh, he's struggling to when he takes bad angles to recover and and to to widen out and be able to 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 head off some of the more um, athletic running backs when they try to get outside. Uh, and I also think, yeah, it's also schematic slash you know personnel around him because the, the, obviously these defensive tackles are giving him zero help. And so yeah. there is an element of that that is outside of his control, uh, and because of because it's three, four kind of different things all together, it's hard to parse. You know what is the what is the most problematic of all these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, you know, the Cowboys need to they they need to stabilize their defensive tackle position. Uh, you know, e- e- either way. Um, but I also don't know that, like, that means that you should be automatically expecting that they should give Jalen Smith another year of this to try this out, you know? And, and I don't know. I don't have his cap numbers in front of me.
0: I've got it right here, actually. So they could cut him after this year, and they would only save 400000 but it would be a $9.4 million cap hit. Now, they waited one more year. They could save $5 million, but... If he's, not, if he's not your starting linebacker and you just need to get somebody else in there, it might be better off just to, to move on now and then find somebody else, right?
1: I, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of money to not to a It is have a lot, a and that's what's, I mean, especially, in a, in, a, especially I in a year that, you know, uh, that you're trying to pay a quarterback. I, I think that they probably need to keep him one more year.
0: Um, and I'm guessing that's what's yeah. going to happen. Maybe they'll bring in some competition. You know, maybe it'll be Leighton Van Der Esch uh Jalen Smith and maybe they'll draft a linebacker high right i mean it, there's there's some good prospects in this class maybe they'll draft a, a michael Parsons from Penn State and say hey you're on you know you're officially playing for your job Jalen we're gonna we're gonna play this young kid here if you don't play you're gonna be gone so I, I don't know i i don't know what the answer is i don't know if there's a a better version of Jalen Smith that we can get maybe this is just the wrong scheme for him maybe it's the players in front of him as well. Maybe it's an effort thing, you know, you know, tied in there as well. So I, I, don't know. I think this, you know, the last eight games of the season are going to be very important for Jalen Smith that he puts out. there some good tape to at least give, you know, the coaching staff and the front office some optimism that he can turn it around for the 2020 I will season. Say that
1: I don't think it's like completely hopeless by any stretch of the imagination because no, uh, we've no, seen no. him. We know we've he's seen him play really we know well he's before lots. Yes, so it's not like it's a mirage. It's just it feels like it's a lot more bad recently in a row than there is yes. good and yes. and so maybe the the combination of just knowing the scheme better and having defensive better defensive tackles maybe. is enough to get him to playing more consistently uh, at this point i think for 9 million dollar dead cap you probably have to figure that out next
0: year especially if the cap is going to drop you're probably just better off saying you know hey we'll wait one more year let's cross our fingers that something changes and gets better but yeah i think you're right That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Remember, you can follow the show at Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.